Today, inshallah, in this uh, brief khatira, I want to uh, address a question that often people, they ask me. And once again, it is a question that really is a very valid question, but many people do not usually address these kind of questions. And that is that what can I do for someone who has passed away? You know, people have told me that I got into an argument with someone and we got a very bitter argument. We didn't want to talk to each other. And subhanAllah, in the next day after I did not want to talk to this person, I told him I don't want to talk to him, he passed away. Some people have come and asked me that they got into a, a, an argument with their parents and they were so, you know, they were under a lot of, you know, emotional pressure and then in a day or two, their, their, uh, their parents, one of their parents passed away. So the question often comes up is that is there anything I can do for someone who I have perhaps wronged and they have now passed away, is there anything I can do to make up for the wrong that I have done? Or even if we have done dhulm upon anyone else. First of all is that uh, while we are alive, we are human beings. We may do something wrong to someone. And we have to always remember that though there may not be any kind of consequences in this dunya, though that, may, that person may come to us, he may be upset, but if we have truly wronged someone, then remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will most certainly hold us accountable on the day of judgment. There is nothing called a free reign. There's nothing called actions without consequences. If I have done something that is wrong, and you know a lot of times shaitan will come to us and say, you haven't done anything wrong. You ask yourself this one question. When that, whenever you have that question to yourself, or whenever you have this thought that I probably have not done anything wrong to this person, ask yourself this one question, that what if you were on the wrong end of this? What if someone did the same thing to you? Would you like it? So this is why you have the answer. If you know that if someone else did the same thing to you, you would not like it, then if you did the same thing to someone else, there's no way that other person is going to like it. So first of all is we try to keep all of our accounts clear. And once again, we're human beings. There might be some error on our part. We may not even realize it. And that is why we always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness but at the same time what if I know I have wronged someone perhaps years later Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me a better understanding of deen I've become more spiritual in my life and I realize there's something wrong that has gone on and I need to make it right so the question is what can we do first of all the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam found in Sahih Muslim narrated by Abu Hurairah radiallahu an where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says when a person dies all of his good deeds they come to a pause except for three Number one is a continuous charity, sadaqatun jariyah. Number two is awilmun yuntafa'u bihi, knowledge that people are benefiting from. And number three, the Prophet says, a righteous child who supplicates and makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, the ulama, they say that all these three things, in fact, even the third one, though Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa has said that a righteous child, meaning that a person who has passed away, their child, this is what the Prophet has mentioned, the ulama are pretty much unanimous on this idea that this is not only restricted to the child, but is, it expands upon everyone. It's a general idea and a general instruction. Meaning that if anyone makes dua for someone else, then inshallah they'll benefit from that dua. We also find Rasulullah making dua so many times for the deceased. If that dua was of no avail, if there was no benefit behind that dua, why would Rasulullah make dua for others? When Abu Salama uh, was passing away, Rasulullah was making dua for him. There were people who came 
whose janazah were brought before Rasulullah wasallam, the Prophet made dua for them. So once again in this hadith, when we find that a child who makes dua for their parents, it's this rule is not only restricted to the child, it's a very general, uh, very general instruction. That means that you can make dua for anyone in general, and inshallah they will benefit from that dua. In fact, we also find a hadith of Rasulullah wasallam that a man will be raised on the day of judgment, and he will ask when he sees that there is so much khair and there's so much good behind his name and on his scale, a person will ask on the day of judgment, Ya Allah, where did all this come from? And the person will and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will respond by saying that such and such person made dua for you. As a result of his dua for you, this is why you see all this good on your skill on the day of judgment. So this is why it is always good that we make dua for someone, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness for that person and so forth. This is how we can benefit someone who has uh, passed away. Now the question is that what if because I've had this question before, what if there was an issue between me and another person and I accused this person of some wrongdoing and I told everyone in their family of something wrong that he did or she did or I told people in the community of something wrong that he or she did. How do I make up for that? Now that I realize that I was the one who was wrong and they're the ones who are right. How do you make up for that? The ulama have stated, if your accusation was a private accusation, meaning that if you told the family members about the wrongdoing of him or her, although first of all is you don't need to spread anything wrong that you find with someone, there's no need to spread that. This is how problems occur in the community. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us in Surah An-Nur, in the story of if regarding our mother Aisha radiallahu anha, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says that when the rule of the community is, when you hear something, when you hear a rumor, when you hear any kind of information, your first reaction should be a husn al-dhan. Your first reaction should be is that till I don't have all the facts, this person is clear in my books and I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to generate any kind of preconceived notions regarding this person. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran. But once again, what if that situation happens? If once again, if the family members, you told the family members and their reputation took a hit and was damaged in their family, you need to own up. You want to make it better? You need to own up to that family and say, I did something that is wrong. I'm the one who falsely accuses person and this person is in the free, he's clear, I'm the one who is wrong. And if you made a public accusation, now once again, you may feel that, you know what, I only told one person. But you know what happens in our Muslim community, right? You tell one person and you say, please do not tell someone. They go to the next person and they're saying, they'll tell them, I'm telling you something, please do not tell someone. And it goes to three, to four, to 10, to 20. And then later on the entire community knows. It started from you. And so in that situation, when there is an accusation or there's a rumor that becomes public and you were the very beginning, you were the beginning, the absolute beginning, or you were, you were one of the very first people who knew about it and you spread it, the best way to make up for something like that, if they have passed away, is you have to make a public apology. You have to make a public apology. The fact that you ruined that person's reputation in the society, now you have to stand up in front of the entire society and say that I did something that is wrong.
I did something that is wrong. So this is why these are the ways that if you have done something that is wrong, this is how you make up for that. What if, another question that has been asked, what if I have to loan someone something? Or I took money from someone and I did not pay them. Now later on I realize that this is an amana. Now I realize that I need to pay this person back. What do I do in that kind of situation? The general opinion is that go and take the money you're supposed to owe them and put it into sadaqah. That's wrong. That's wrong by the way. The very first course of action is you give it to the family members. And that money that you give to the family members, they will spread it amongst their heirs. The heirs um, who do exist at that time. And once, if you cannot find the heirs, and you have searched and searched and searched, and you have inquired, and yet you have not got anywhere, you've not come up with any results, only in that kind of situation can you take that money you're about to give to someone and, um, uh, and give it in sadaqah. Now, the next thing is that what about, um, even when you, for example, you said something to someone, you, you curse someone, you hurt someone, their feelings and so forth. The best thing that once again you can do is make dua for them, do a sadqa jariya on their behalf. Now, finally, parents. What if something happened and while you were young, you know, first of all, when it comes to parents, I do have to say this. Often I do understand that it's not easy being a parent. So many times you get frustrated. Sometimes there might be something that may come out of your mouth also, which is not the best thing. First of all, Rasulullah has taught us that when it comes to parents, do not make any kind of dua against your child. No matter how upset you are, no matter how angry you are. Why? Because that could be the moment of istijabu da'wah. That could be the moment where your duas are accepted. And by the way, I've seen examples of this. Where someone said something against their child, and they said that, you know, they just said it out of anger. But subhanAllah, lo and behold, something very tragic happened to their kids. Later on, they would say that my parents made this dua against me. And when their parents were approached about this, about this later on, they would say that we only said it in the moment of anger. We did not actually mean it. But once again, you have to understand as parents that if you say something about your child or to your child and you make dua against them, and that is the moment of, of, of where the duas are accepted, then you are putting yourself in a very difficult situation. So I understand if you get upset, if you get angry, make dua for their guidance. Make dua for their hidayah. Rasulullah tells us in hadith that one of the duas that are not rejected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is when a father makes dua for their child. So that is why we make dua for our children rather than making dua against them. We make dua for them. In the, in the case of Tufayl ibn Amr al-Dawsi radiallahu an, he came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he says, Ya Rasulullah, my qawm, my nation is not accepting Islam. Make dua against them. Rasulullah sallallahu what did he do? When it came to strangers, when it came to strangers too, what did he do? He raised his hand and what did he say? Allahumma hdi dawus. Oh Allah, give guidance to those. Give guidance to those. And guess what? Who came from those later on in the life of the Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Abu Huraira radiallahu an came. From that tribe. The fact that Rasulullah he could have made dua against them, they would have been destroyed. The fact that Prophet he made dua for them, and from them came the man who narrated the most ahadith from Rasulullah. So that is why do not in the in the moment of frustration and anger, do not make dua against your children. But the question is that what if first of all is your parents, you and your parents get into, uh, you know, sometimes there, sometimes there are arguments, sometimes they're back and forth, but now you feel bad. In that situation, you go back to your parents and you ask them for forgiveness. 
our, our Quran teaches us that in the case that when your parents become elderly, you have to give them company. And no matter what the situation is, yes, they may be unreasonable. The Quran does not say that if they're unreasonable, then you stay away from them. If they're reasonable, then you stay with them. No, the Quran says, that give them company and be good to them. No matter how unreasonable they are with you, you don't have to agree to them necessarily, but you have to show them adab and respect. So if your parents are alive, then you go to them and you try to make amends. But what if your parents have passed away? The Quran teaches us that you make dua for them. رَبِّ جَعَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِن ذُرِّيَّتِي رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَى رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لِي وَلِوَالِدَيَّ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَوْمِ يَقُمُ الْحِسَابِ Always make dua for your parents and always do some khair uh, for your parents. And once again, whenever we do these kind of things, because remember, if we've done something that is wrong to someone, that the, the story and the, the book is not, the book is basically has not come to an end. The story has not come to an end. We will have to see that person in the hereafter. Now, if that person sees that because of your dua, because of your khairat, because of your sadaqah, because of your forgiveness, or you seeking forgiveness for that person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has elevated that person, perhaps when a, when a person sees that in the hereafter, they will say, I forgive you for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because once again, we will not be able to go into Jannah till our differences are not reconciled. That is a reality. So that is why perhaps we do something good for someone, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell them, all this good that you see is because of this person. And because of that, remember, we will not forget also. We will not forget who has done us wrong and so forth. Because the, the hadith of Prophet tells us very clearly the hadith of bankruptcy. So we will remember, but if we see, if someone else sees that you've done so much for them, perhaps they will let you go and perhaps they will forgive you on the day of judgment. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those whose records are clean. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from amongst those whose hearts are clean and we forgive others and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts mercy in the hearts of others to forgive us. Ameen Rabbil Alameen. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما إن الذين يؤذون الله ورسوله لعنهم الله في الدنيا والآخرة وأعد لهم عذابا مهينا والذين يؤذون المؤمنين والمؤمنات بغير ما اكتسبوا فقد احتملوا بهتانا وإثما مبينا